Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Oh my God, did you guys just see that? What? Mickey, he fell. He fell where? He's in the lagoon. What are you going to do about it, man? Oh my gosh, Adam, you should go save him. Go, Adam, I'll hold your phone. I'm going to go save him. I'm on it. Welcome to episode 51 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your Mouseketeers, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Today we will be giving the his on Mickey Mouse part two. So uh, Mickey Mouse, we did part one last week mm-hmm. and he's the, he's the star of the yeah. show, right? Uh, so I think that he deserves two episodes. He probably deserves a little bit like some more than just two episodes, but we're just going to give him two for right now. Yeah. I feel like I had to cram a lot in this last sec- the second episode. A third one so, definitely could have happened, but a little too much, I think, three episodes. For Walt, are we doing three, or how many are we getting for him? Um, Walt, we need to do like a, Walt, a whole month. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, man, there's a lot to do on, there's a lot to, a lot of history on Walt, for sure. Um, maybe, who knows, because that's like, that's a hundred, right? We're going to do Walt yep. on the hundredth episode? I think so. So by then, you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully COVID We'll be gone, and we, maybe we could do like a live in studio. We get like audience members. We can call people off the street. Hey, we're doing a live podcast in here. Do you guys want to come be be a part of a live audience? What do you guys think? Busy street, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so this like you know, Walt did, he did a great job merchandising Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a dream that he was passionate about, and he went all in. Do you guys think Mickey is the best fictional character of all time? Mm. There's a lot of fictional characters. I thought about this. I was like, like there's like Lord of the Rings, you know? But, I mean, we're talking yeah. about Mickey Mouse. No, I, I don't know if I could agree with that because no. he also needs his pals, too, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's other true, Disney characters that are better fictional characters. Yeah. Genie is a better fictional character than Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but we're talking about Mickey Mouse, though, right? Yeah. yeah I agree with you, man. I, I would rather see the Genie because he has yeah. more character, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not the boss, man. He's like the Bruce Springsteen of uh, Disney. Is Mickey Mouse? He's the boss. <laughs> but like I said, I mean, you know, he has too many roles, and I think maybe because of the voice, his person, like he doesn't express a lot of personality, like a range of yeah, yeah a range. Of, he's he like doesn't have a range man. of emotions to go through. I don't know. I think the new cartoons have range. Yeah, and the new cartoons. I, I haven't yeah. watched those. Oh, Adam, man, dude. Really? You need to nope, watch them. You, you need us to watch a couple of them. Okay. I wasn't really a big fan of of them at yeah. first, but they they definitely grew on me. They're pretty funny. So he has more range of emotion. He's like happy, sad. He is ecstatic. He's like a goofball yeah. man. He's he he's like real yep. kind of 
he is kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, but he kind of reminds me of Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. It has come to my attention, thanks to a Patreon member, that I mispronounced a name wrong last episode. If at any time you hear wrong pronunciations or even wrong information, please let us know at dizhis 65 on all social media platforms or email us at dizhis 65 at gmail.com. Let's get to the his on Mickey Mouse part two. Part two. Even with Goofy and Donald taking over as the frontrunners for the Disney cartoons, the 1930s did represent the height of Mickey Mouse's popularity, as Disney Studios would produce 18 cartoons per year. Mickey garnered international acclaim, and by the middle of the decade, he had his own magazine, comic, movies, and regular coverage in newspapers and other media. Mickey Mouse was one of the first fictional characters to hit it big with merchandising. Watches, stuffed toys, bedside lamps, and phones. Mickey Mouse branded items became unavoidable even during the Great Depression. In 1938, Disney produced Brave Little Taylor starring Mickey Mouse in color, which would receive an Academy Award nomination. This was also one of the last shorts to depict Mickey in his original simplistic design. Fred Moore would redesign Mickey in the late 1930s. He changed Mickey's solid black eyes to white eyes with pupils and a Caucasian skin-colored face. His body was made smaller while his head grew larger and his limbs made slightly pudgier. In many ways, Mickey Mouse was made more overtly childlike in appearance. This new version of Mickey was first seen in the 1939 short, Mickey's Surprise Party. 1939's short, Pointer, is often falsely attributed to being the one that premiered Mickey and Minnie's new design. So, I know the listeners can't see, you know, what we're looking at, but in our notes, I put two pictures of Mickey. I put, like, the, you guys probably have seen this picture before, where it's uh, Mickey Mouse, and he's kind of steering the the boat for Steamboat Willie, and then there's a, like a Mickey Mouse picture. Uh, so Me guys... and Alex are smart. Joe's dumb. How am I dumb? Because you're like they can't see it. You're well, on video. Just hold up your phone. Well, I know, man. These are the people in our our patrons can see it, but everyone who's listening right now can't see what you're doing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> let's cut that so, part out. <laughs> no, we can leave it in. Uh, but so let's talk about these two pictures, right? Because we can kind of see it. I can definitely see like the the 1939 mm. one is more childlike, definitely, right? I mean, um, childlike. I don't know. Well, I mean, Alex. I mean, definitely in the well, first I mean, one, the scene, but he looks like he looks more like a man mouse. But the I'm just joking. original design was also more s- simplistic. Yeah, too. very simplistic. I was just joking. There's no such thing as a man mouse, yeah. or but the other one's more looks more cartoony. I guess you can say, right? The redesign. Yeah, yeah. The redesign uh, looks more car- yeah. cartoony. Well, it has yeah. more, more shape to it. You can tell the curves yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Which one do you guys like better? Uh, the newer one. The newer. The, the Yeah. I like the newer one too, for sure. The redesign. Um, yep. The redesign definitely looks a lot better, I think. I kind of like, I mean, like his legs are so skinny in the Steamboat Willie one. Well, even just adding the gloves. I mean, I know they did it for, uh, yeah. you know, making the animation easier for them so they could see where the hands were. But even, you know, I mean, it's a characteristic, you know, whenever you go into the parking lot and they have those gloves on, I mean, like, it's something that shows, you know, Mickey. Yeah, for sure. There's no doubt about it. And I you know, you know something, I didn't really think about it until you said that. I mean, the gloves, that's a big part well, of Well, they Disney. had gloves already. Not right there. Not in the first one. 
Mickey had already had his gloves. Right, because that's his, that's uh, Steamboat Willie. But a y- year later, they gave him gloves. Mm-hmm. And he's had gloves for a couple of years before they did the redesign again. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, those gloves are, that's, uh, I mean, like Adam was saying, when you go to the parking lots, the the cast members are wearing the gloves. And you can just buy the gloves. That's pretty, that's a pretty noticeable thing. I mean, when you see those gloves, you think, hey, that's Mickey Mouse right there. Mm-hmm. That's me- Those are Mickey's gloves. And it's gloves. another marketing tool. Exactly, dude. That's genius. Why can't it be goofy? You can buy his big hat. That's true. <laughs> you can get, buy those flap, uh, floppy ears, right? Yeah. They all have something that's kind of unique to them. The newly designed Mickey Mouse would soon be seen again in the 1940s smash hit feature-length film Fantasia, which would solidify his new look. Fantasia was the third Disney animated feature film and consists of eight animated segments set to pieces of classical music. In Fantasia, Mickey Mouse has a screen role as a sorcerer's apprentice. Perhaps the most popular segment of the entire film, Mickey dones his now-famous sorcerer's apprentice attire, a large red cloak and a blue cone-shaped hat with star and moon print. In this segment, we see Mickey showing hints of the troublemaking personality that the character first had, but it was the scope and grandeur of the feature film that amazed the audiences. Fantasia continued to garner more and more affection as the years passed, especially for its stylish integration of music and animation. Today, Fantasia is regarded as one of Disney's and Mickey's greatest triumphs. The 1940s would mark the real decline in Mickey's popularity, even though Mickey would win his only competitive Academy Award for 1941's Linda Paul, winning the 14th Academy Award Oscar for Best Animated Short Film. Mickey only showed up in six cartoons in 1941 three in 1942, and only eight more throughout the rest of the decade. The Mickey Mouse Club, which aired in 1955, had Mickey Mouse himself appear in every show, not only in vintage cartoons originally made for theatrical release, but also in the opening and closing segments of the American Variety Television Show, which aired until 1959. The cast members were called Mouseketeers, and they performed in a variety of musical and dance numbers, as well as some informational segments. Mickey was voiced by his creator, Walt Disney, Disney had previously voiced the character theatrically from 1928 to 1947 before being replaced by sound effects artist Jimmy McDonald. The last regular installment of the Mickey Mouse film series came in 1953 with The Simple Things in which Mickey and Pluto go fishing and are pestered by a flock of seagulls. But soon, Disney feature films like Bambi and Sleeping Beauty would begin to rake in box office success and Academy accolades. This faded Mickey into the background and he would remain out of work for 30 years. So, yeah, the Fantasia, that definitely was a big hit for them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Talking about, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you were talking about that. Um, I mean, some of the scenes are iconic, more than others. But whenever you see the mm-hmm. alligators and the hippos dancing, or something as simple as a Funko Pop with the uh, water buckets in hand. Who was it that posted the, um, the Mickey Steve. with the bucket? Steve. Was it Steve? I thought it was Chris. Or Chris. Oh, Chris is typing. Chris is typing. Clap. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can. It was Chris. Chris posted about it. One of his favorite pops, and it's Mickey Mouse holding the water buckets, right? So I have a really good question here for you guys. Okay, do you think Mickey deserves a current big screen movie? If there was a script that you know that showed that was good enough, then yeah, why not? What do you think, Alex? Um, is it like just Mickey by himself? Uh, so no, I mean, it couldn't be just Mickey by himself. It would have to be Mickey and pals. The whole gang. Yeah. Yeah. It had to be Mickey and pals. 
Okay, what do you guys think about... Um, of course they're happy Mickey and pals. What do you mean, of course? Well, think about this for a second, okay? Mickey, right? He Since Fantasia, I mean, let's be... I haven't really... I, I watched Fantasia a while back, you know, like in elementary right. school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you... What Do you think Goofy, the Goofy movie... <laughs> while back. Yeah, do you think... The no, go- a while back, 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the Goofy movie is better than Fantasia? Two different things. Yeah, they're way different genres. Yeah. You're comparing Gone with the Wind to Deadpool 2. Like, two, uh, yeah. and, uh, nothing alike. I agree with you. You're right. But I think the Goofy, I, in my opinion, Goofy out of all the characters, you know, the main characters, the main three, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Goofy has the best one. He has the best full-length picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a, lo- a, a funny character. He does stupid things, so probably might enjoy that more. Yeah. But we're saying the best Mickey movie is just where he's a segment he's not even the whole film yeah that's true right he's more of a figurehead yeah you know you see him but as far as you know like even in those movies he didn't talk in the sorcerer's apprentice yeah yeah he Mm -hmm. i think he needs a until the end i think he needs a he needs a movie write the script i think now would it be would it be the uh, the new animation style? Would it be based off of the cartoon, the new new cartoon? I, I mean, honestly, I don't know, man. It's, it needs to have a good story, though, obviously, especially nowadays. But Disney... Well, I mean, everything needs a good story. Well, if they do a 3D animated live action movie, then they'll just go to people's outrage on if they need to change the style or not. Like they did with Sonic. Yeah. Did you see that movie? <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually saw it last week. What did you think? Was it good? Yeah, I, th- I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. I'm glad they made the changes. I saw the side-by-sides. I like the cartoonish-looking right. Sonic over the I got muscles in my legs because I run really fast kind of look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the weird teeth. But so, yeah, if they did it. So wh- are you talking a 3D animated? So are you talking the stylized version that they have on the for the cartoons now? I think that would make a difference in how well the movie would do. Yeah. I think you're right. You got to think about it. I mean, there's been like Mickey. Remember the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? They've had some like movies of those like on that went straight to like Disney, you know, like on the on Disney Channel. But it's not like a it didn't go to the mm-hmm. movie theater. I think there's like one that's called like Mickey Mouse. uh Roadsters or something like that. That was like a movie. Nick watched it like 50 million times. But, See, in uh, my head, thinking back to Mickey Mouse movies or shorts, I remember him going up the Beanstalk, and I remember the Christmas Carol one. Those are the only two Mickey yeah. movies that I remember. And those are both really good movies. I mean, the one where he goes up to Beanstalk, that's a good... And that he was like the star of that one, too. He wasn't really star of the Christmas Carol one, but he was the star mm-hmm. of the Beanstalk one. So Mickey needs his friends. That's what we basically uh, figured out, right? Yep. Mickey does need his friends. Everyone, Everyone needs, needs friends, friends, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In 1982, Bernie Madison, storyboard artist for The Rescuers and The Fox and the Hound, would casually see art for a storyteller record of Charles Dickens drawn by Al White for Walt Disney Productions. Upon seeing the record cover with Disney characters dressed up for the parts in Christmas Carol, Bernie was inspired and wrote a two-paragraph note to Ron Miller. Walt Disney's son-in-law and head of Walt Disney Productions. Ron loved the idea and told Bernie to storyboard it right away. 
On December 16, 1983, Mickey's Christmas Carol debuted, and for the first time in over 30 years, Mickey Mouse was in a theatrical production. This also marked the theatrical debut of Wayne Allwine as Mickey Mouse, who was the official voice of Mickey from 1977 until his death in 2009. Christmas Carol would be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film. In 1990, Mickey would star in a theatrical production called The Prince and the Popper. Five years later, Disney would release Runaway Brain, starring Mickey Mouse. During the late 80s and through the 90s, Mickey would be brought to a new generation through video games. The first being Mickey Mousecapade in 1988 for Nintendo. In 1990, Sega released the popular Mickey game Castle of Illusion, which would receive multiple sequels. 1992's Land of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, and 1994 Legend of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. In 2010, Epic Mickey was released. This game signified the first time Mickey and Oswald the Lucky Rabbit appeared together. They would work together later in the game story. Epic Mickey, Power of Illusion for Nintendo 3DS, was released in 2012. And of course, Mickey also has had a recurring role in the Poplar Kingdom Hearts series. One other, there was an actually a Epic Mickey 2. Oh, was it really? Uh, so, yeah, with the Epic Mickey 2, you actually start off with Oswald as your little buddy. And then you can play two-player right away. One person's Oswald, one person's Mickey. That's cool. So you played it. Obviously, nice. you played you played that one. Yeah, me and Connor did. And were you Mickey or Oswald? He wanted to be Mickey, so I was Oswald. <laughs> okay, and I played the Kingdom Hearts series, which is a it's a really good game. I mean, it's definitely one of the better games in the PlayStation series. Now it's though on Xbox. Now it's like on all the consoles. So, mm-hmm. and we talked about the yeah, Chris- right now. It's on uh, Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. The third one is all of them. This is the third one. Just the third one that I know of is on the Game Pass because for some reason it was a PlayStation exclusive for a long time. Yep, yep. That's one of the main mm-hmm. reasons why I. That's one of the main reasons why I got a PlayStation was to play that game or those games. I think it was also because it was free. Yeah, I did get a free PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, but I always wanted to go ahead and play Kingdom Hearts, and that's probably one of the main reasons why I wanted a PlayStation was to go ahead and uh, play the Kingdom Hearts games. So, and uh, on the Xbox now, well, no, when the game, when the new game came out, there was like a package where you can play like the first, it came with all the games. So I I got the package with all the games. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about the Christmas Carol movie Uh, that I think that would be a really fun one to do the history on is the Christmas Carol movie, because I think, uh, you know, that kind of made Scrooge famous. That's the movie that pretty much got DuckTales started, right? Was it? We'd have to do the history to find that out, right? That's true. <laughs> we touched base on the DuckTales episode, but yeah, Curses Carol kind of launched Scrooge into the limelight. Through the late 90s and early 2000s, Mickey would appear in direct-to-video features like Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, The Three Musketeers, and the computer-animated Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Many television series have centered around Mickey, such as Mickey Mouse Works, Disney House of Mouse, the 10-year-running Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and Mickey and the Roaster Racers, which aired for two seasons before being renamed Mickey Mouse Mixed-Up Adventures, which is currently on the air. Disney Channel has also been playing three-minute Mickey Mouse shorts with Paul Ruddish at helm, which incorporates elements of Mickey's late 20s, early 30s look with a contemporary twist since 2014. These new Mickey Mouse shorts have revitalized Mickey and his gang with the slapstick feel of the earliest Mickey Mouse shorts while providing a modern update. 
This series has even won six Emmy Awards. On August 2018, ABC Television had a two-hour primetime special called Mickey's 90th Spectacular. In honor of Mickey's 90th birthday, the program featured never-before-seen short videos and several celebrities who wanted to share their memories about Mickey Mouse and perform some of the Disney songs to impress Mickey. Brett Iwan is the current voice of Mickey. His earliest recordings were in 2009. As the official Walt Disney mascot, Mickey has played a central role in the Disney parks since the opening of Disneyland in 1955. Mickey is often portrayed by a non-speaking costume character. He has participated in ceremonies and countless parades. There's even a Mickey's Toontown-themed land in Disneyland and Tokyo Disneyland where you can visit the mouse's house. In Magic Kingdom, Tokyo Disneyland, and Hong Kong Disneyland, you can see Mickey reprise his role from Fantasia in the 4D film Mickey's PhilharMagic. In addition to Mickey's overt presence in the parks, numerous images of him are also subtly included in sometimes unexpected places. This phenomenon is known as Hidden Mickey, involving hidden images in Disney films, theme parks, and merchandise. And finally, in 2020, Mickey received his own ride at Hollywood Studios in Disney World. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad opened on March 4th and utilizes a new technology called 2.5D. Steve, yes, your mic was on mute. You were a good viewer, unlike other people. But I won't complain too much because Chris helps us out at the end of uh, Call of Duty. So I looked up Paul Ruddish's uh, IMDb account, and do you know what other films mm-hmm. he has been a part of? Uh, no. Um, Not even films. Uh, I don't shows. remember. Paul Rudd, is he Ant-Man? Uh, no, no, Ruddish. Wrong, oh, wrong sorry, name. Sorry. Uh, he's listed as the creator <laughs> of Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Labo- uh, Laboratory. Laboratory. Ooh. I, I did. I was. Should I, I say Dexter. laboratory or laboratory? I was laboratory. like kind of mixed on that one. <laughs> so uh, Dexter yeah, always are, said laboratory. And then, and then producer on Samurai Jack, so he's definitely oh, cool. uh, you know, had some mm. things done. Hey, so yeah, we're talking about uh, Disney Toontown in this one. We should, we should probably do a history episode on that. On Disney's Toontown, <laughs> we should probably do a history on that. Yeah, I think we do. See, Actually, if you were a good host, though, you had already <laughs> had the episode number ready to it's go. It's episode like, twenty-four. You can. There you go. No, I'm just joking. I have no idea. All you got to do oh, is just look just, at uh, it, though. Look all, like look under his podcast and look at all the different episodes. Uh, actually, you know what a quick way would be is say go to dizhis.com. They can find out all of our episodes and, you know, get to our social media pages that way. That's true. What else can they do? They can do. they buy merchandise from there, too? I think they can buy is merchandise. There? Yeah. Oh, that's a good website. And they can also find out more about us. Toontown episode number 28. Thank you, Steve. Oh, you were pretty close then. I was. Didn't I say 28? I don't know. No. It was a 20-something. 29, 28. Uh, So hold on. So, okay. Hidden Mickeys, right? Adam, is there any Hidden Mickeys for this this episode? Any Hidden Mickeys on Mickey? (laughs) Yeah. There are, but, you know, they said it's beneath his pants. We can't see that. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of a blur whenever his Uh, pants fall down, you just see a Hidden Mickey. Hidden Mickey? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they call the new ride a two and a half D. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we wouldn't tell through the video, right? Or would you say it is two and a half D? Two and a half D for the new ride? That's what they yeah, call it. Yeah, I guess. They said it's new technology, two and a half D. I wonder the reason why they call that is because there's um, three-dimensional objects moving. I have no idea. Or maybe there's like three-dimensional objects, but, but there's 2D on those three-dimensional objects. That's a little confusing. 
Too bad neither of us, or sorry, any uh, the three of us have been on the ride. I know, man. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. I have not. I was really looking forward to going on that ride. You didn't um, go last week? Me no, too. I didn't get to go last week. But you know, they're still running the rides at Hollywood Studios. Well, I'm sure that they have to run them to make sure that everything's working right, you know. Yep. Check the grease, check the bolts. Yeah, because there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, but, you know, I've, there's a lot of mixed reviews on the new art style for the new Mickey cartoons. I really like the new art style. What do you guys think about the new art style? I think we've touched on this one quite a few times, haven't we? What, uh, the new art style? Yeah, I think so. But The art style? Past episodes. Probably, you know, but I, I really enjoy episode, the, yeah. the art style. But at first I didn't like it, but now I'm coming accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a unique take. Yeah. I like uh, their quick, their funny shorts, you know. Uh, I was watching them like every morning. I know I mentioned it in the podcast. I was watching them like every morning with my son before school. Uh, they're they're great. I love them. Did you guys watch the 90s Spectacular? The 90th birthday? spectacular event no i did not i did not either i mean they just had a bunch of people come out and sing they had um they did a little mermaid segment and they had i think they had cisco as uh sebastian cisco and that was for the because he came out for the live version of little mermaid okay then i'm getting that confused the the 90s spectacular had somebody oh shaggy they had shaggy yeah, not Cisco. The thong song guy did not come out and sing. You know, I was under to the say. sea. <laughs> under the sea. No, they had Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. Shaggy Too Dope yeah. from And then they had uh, <laughs> what's it called? Oh, I just went blank. Who's Shaggy Too Dope from? I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. Oh, ICP. Oh gosh. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> they were like wrestlers for a little bit. Uh um and then they had uh I think Queen Latifah. Was Queen Latifah on the aerial show or no? Yes, she was uh, Ursula. Okay, so I'm getting those mixed up. So, Alex, did you watch the 90s spectacular? Oh, did you watch the Little Mermaid live action? I saw both, but yeah, I did see the birthday <laughs> spectacular. It was good. Now did- I'm trying to think, uh, when was that about? Hmm. I'm trying to remember because I was at the Magic Kingdom and they were filming. 2018. 2018. That might have been when, uh, did they record anything in front of the Magic Kingdom? Like in front of the castle? I forget if it was last year or the year before we were at the uh, Magic Kingdom and they had um, celebrities and uh, recording artists come up on stage where they do the Mickey show and they were filming the uh, recording that they were doing there. That's pretty cool. And it wasn't for the Christmas special? I can't remember if it was or not. That's what I was trying to figure out. It's always we didn't co- stay for it, so it's always cool when you go to Magic Kingdom, Kingdom, and they're filming something, or we go anywhere at Walt Disney World and they're filming something. Because they're, I mean, when we mm-hmm. go at Christmas time, they're always filming something there, production or commercial. Something yeah, like that. yeah, production commercial. Uh, there's a couple times we've seen some of the the stars for the candlelight. You know that that the candlelight procession comes like every weekend or whatever, and then the stars. Uh, you usually see them, not usually, but you can. There's a chance you'll see them walking around the walking around the parks. Uh, there's a couple of times where we've seen Whoopi Goldberg. I think I seen Neil Patrick Harris walking around. Well, because he goes. I mean, I'm sure Neil Patrick goes with his husband and kids to get on the rides. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he loves Disney. I think one time we went and we ate in Japan 
or China. And uh, we just missed him. He was eating at the restaurant. We just missed him. He walked out. I'm sure he was in his own separate room, blocked off. <laughs> Probably, for sure. Just like I heard a story, I believe it was Mariah Carey uh, wanted to go on the uh, Big Thunder Mountain, and they cleared the entire thing out. So she really? could go on the ride. You know something? Yes. One time I was at Hollywood Studios, and we were like, going to meet Woody and Buzz, right? And we were like fifth person back. We waited for like an hour and we were about to meet Woody and Buzz. And then someone came through. It was like, well, we need to clear the building. Need to clear the building. And they cleared the building. Like we were like, what the heck, mm-hmm. man? I was like, we were like about to go uh, meet Bo- uh, Woody and Buzz. There could have been a celebrity that was coming through and wanted to go ahead and meet those characters. And they were clearing out everyone. That's crazy. Yeah. And we- yeah, my story was uh, told on the News Junkie by a Disney employee. Oh, really? And 90% sure it was Mariah Carey. Oh, wow. I don't mean... Because uh, I think it was around the same time where she went out to eat and she made them play her music. Oh, man. So that's kind of weird. weird. <laughs> uh, Alex, the last time we were there, we saw Danny McBride, right? Yeah. He was just walking around. So. The other half of Shake and Bake. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. Wait. No. <laughs> we must yeah. say, uh-huh, but we were wrong. What do you mean? That's, uh, that's, that's John thinking- uh, C. Riley. Oh. His other half yeah. of Shake and Bake. Danny McBride, he was in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I know, I know mm-hmm. who... Is it John C. Riley? He's bound yeah, John down. Yeah, John C. Riley. No, I know who he, John C. Riley was uh, in Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell. Stepbrothers. I can't believe I messed that one up. Come on, man. Yeah, you did. Well, you know, this is a... Uh, a Disney podcast, not like a movie yeah, podcast. Yeah. And that's exactly why. I do know he's a pyromaniac <laughs> in uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> quick fire, quick fact. Let's go. In 1934, Mickey became a float for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. In total, approximately 40% of Disney revenues for consumer products are derived from Mickey Mouse merchandise, with revenues peaking in 1997. Mickey's face currently graces the Mickey's Fun Wheel at Disney California Adventure Park, where a figure of him also stands on top of Silly Symphony Swings. In 2008, Time declared Mickey Mouse one of the most recognized characters, even when compared against Santa Claus. The first Mickey Mouse watches were manufactured in 1933 by Ingersoll Watch Company. Because of the Copyright Term Extension Act of the United States, sometimes called the Mickey Mouse Protection Act because of extensive lobbying done by Disney Corporation, where copyright terms have been extended, works such as the early Mickey Mouse cartoons remain under copyright until at least 2023. In 1994, four of Mickey's cartoons were included in the book The 50 Greatest Cartoons, which listed the greatest cartoons of all time voted by members of the animation field. Disney officials have stated that 98% of children age 3 to 11 around the world are at least aware of the character. That's pretty high. Do you want to talk about any of these? Yeah. 30, 98%. Yeah, yeah that's a uh, giant number. Yeah. How about how about the fact that uh, they're under copyright until 2023? Do you think the Disney's will figure out a way to get around that? So they're only they under copyright? Reapply, right? Well, I don't know. How, I don't know. Does that I'm going to put work? it in right know. now. i think they probably have rights like they probably have first dibs on it right i don't know i mean eventually things become public domain just like how stories become public domain but i think it's how how disney got all their money yeah it is definitely how they got all their money (laughs) but i think the writing is different i mean like music's not public domain you know you still own the rights to the song 
You sure? A hundred years later? Yeah, Adam, are you sure? The, like, the, like <laughs> I'm sure Mozart, you can't just go play his music on, you know, we can't put it on our podcast without getting a copyright from YouTube. Hey, this is not a lawyer. This is YouTube. not a lawyer podcast, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and so, guess that they will be able to reins you know be the one to first reapply for that oh no doubt about it i mean yeah i mean they probably have a certain amount of time they probably have what probably like three days after it expires to go ahead and no they probably have a while i mean they probably have it for uh they probably have a while they have first dibs yep oh is that how that works you get first dibs they (laughs) they called it like i got dibs (laughs) (laughs) and then some weird company Called uh, Oob Iwerks comes out of nowhere and buys up all the characters. <laughs> I find it kind of weird. I, I find it kind of weird that uh, in Epic Mickey, you know, that mm-hmm. the rabbit Oswald was in Epic Mickey. So they probably had to have the rights because well, they, they own it. That was the part of the they bought yeah, it back. part of the Universal deal. Yeah. So that is. Uh, uh, can you imagine Walt? He's still sticking it to him now. He's like, "Oh, you guys want to go ahead and take my rabbit?" We still we we bought it back. Fun little tidbit about the rabbit um, is it was owned by Universal, and then uh, the guy who uh, told Disney to you know I'll hire you at a less cost, he kind of owned the rights to the mm-hmm. rabbit, right? He ended up losing it in a bet to a guy, and that guy ended up owning Oswald the Rabbit. Oh my gosh, really? Was it kind of like yeah. uh, in the um, in Solo? Is that how uh, Han Solo lost the um, oh, yeah, Winnie yeah. Falcon? You mean how? I know Han the Solo lost uh, what's it. his name? Oh, gosh, Childish Gambino. Childish, yeah, Childish Gambino. <laughs> yes, that's what he's called. Oh my Childish gosh, Gambino. my my mind is blanking. <laughs> Who is it? What's his character? Uh, oh my gosh, Caribbean. Um, I know. Oh boy, drop it like the Nasdaq. Uh, who is it? Car- is, oh my gosh, Orlando. No, Orlando. What's his name? Yes, you're correct. Lando. Not, yes, you're Lando, yeah. Lando Carizian. Lando Car- yeah. I still can't say his name. Not Even Carizian. Even told me. <laughs> not Carizian? I think they're going to go ahead and make some movies of him. Oops. Coming up. They should. Cause yeah, how they, they should. Well, because they had, uh, they kind of mentioned it in, uh, in the ending of the last one, Rise of the Skywalker. At the very yeah, end. That doesn't mean anything. There's Dude. plenty of movies where they like kind of give a hint to something and then they just never do anything with it. Yeah, it's true. It's true, but I think I think that was a. I think they're gonna do something with him for sure. Guess we'll find out. We here at Diz has loved Mickey and everything he represents. We can't wait to get back to the park so we can wait in line to get a photo opt with our favorite mouse. Diz has memories. Okay, memories. So let's talk about some Mickey memories. Adam, you got a Mickey memory? Uh, yeah, I shared mine on the last episode, and Steve wasn't nice enough to post his up on the uh, Discord page so I could steal it. So I got nothing. You got nothing? Come on, nope. man. Okay, okay, okay. Alex, you got a Mickey memory? Uh, oh no, my I gosh, dude, we had like I a had whole week. We had like a whole week, week man. What, what, we're supposed to make I up can't something? A new memory. Yeah, you want us to lie to our fans? <laughs> yes. No, I don't want you guys to make up something. You guys couldn't think of like <laughs> basically, a. Basically, <laughs> hey, you just basically said you had a whole week to make something up. <laughs> you know, listen, I'm gonna go to listen, get okay, an okay, elaborate. I'll go ahead and idea. give you two, right? So the Mickey memory that I originally had uh was me waiting for the cable guy to come into my grandma's house when I was like five years old 
because cable. You didn't take him to medieval times, did you? What? No. <laughs> the ca- no. The cable guy. <laughs> no, no, no. I get it. No, I did not take. Uh, no, <laughs> I did not take him to medieval times, but because uh, I, I wanted to watch Mickey cartoons. Well, I wanted to watch Mickey. I wasn't even sure if it was cartoons at the time. I just remember I wanted to watch the Disney Channel. And I wanted to watch Mickey Mouse. So I was waiting for the cable guy to come hook up the cable. And this was like cable was like brand new, you know? And I was so excited <laughs> when cable, when the cable guy <laughs> brought, he got his cable, right? Okay, hold on. Okay, so that's I one. got a memory when you're done. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. So my other Mickey memory was when I had cable at my house, I used to wake up like at five o'clock uh-huh. in the morning to go ahead and do mouse size. You guys remember that? Nope. The nope. Mouse size? It was like jazzer size, but with Mickey Mouse. So Mickey Mouse would come out and start doing all these I dance moves. I figured that one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And then this one's not made up, but I thought about it because I know you guys are going to think that's made up. But one time on a Disney cruise, Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse, right? It was uh, the Marvel cruise. And uh, okay. was it the Marvel cruise? I don't know. But Mickey. What was Mickey doing on a Marvel cruise? Dude, Mickey Mouse is everywhere. Mickey <laughs> came. It wasn't on the. It wasn't. This wasn't the Marvel show, but Mickey came down zip lining, right? And he didn't make yeah. it all the way. He stopped in the crowd. <laughs> he stopped in the crowd, man. And people were like, oh. But he got up and st- he, he, he acted like nothing happened. People like all around hey, him trying to help him. He got back up, to, up so, on stage. Like he yeah, fell? man, he fell. But it wasn't that far. So everyone could see him on the zip line. Was he like eight foot tall? Shut up, man. <laughs> but, but he came down, right? And everyone was like, did Mickey just fall? Uh-huh. And people were like, did you get that on video? But he didn't fall very much. Maybe like, I don't know, like eight feet he fell. And then peep, not much. Eight feet. <laughs> he had his costume on to break the fall. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of padding in there. And there's people, man. He fell on people, so it was like people caught him, <laughs> right? But then they just they threw him up on stage, and he just started dancing. Nothing happened. And the people, the people around them, like the workers, you know, that, that were sitting there, like the guards and all that, they were like looking at each other, like, "What the heck should we do?" Oh no, I guess he's fine. <laughs> Yeah, you have to. I mean, it's what he's trying to do. He fell, get right back up, and keep doing the, the show. The show must go on. Yep. <laughs> Just, no, those that's, oh my those are my memories. Adam, did you really figure out Yeah, memory? Steve reminded me. So, do you remember that time that lady fell in my arms? <laughs> well, oh, there was yeah. a time when Mickey Mouse fell into the lagoon, <laughs> and I had to save him. I forgot all about that. Thanks, Steve, for reminding me. That was my memory, Joe. I thought of that's about a, it that's, really hard. You're like a Disney hero. <laughs> that doesn't that did that did not happen. You are prove it. You are a prove liar it. and a scoundrel. <laughs> so we're gonna do a new segment where once a month we are going to go over our uh, mistakes, pretty much, uh, pretty much on our podcast. Which we know we make a lot of mistakes. We're human. Um, so we're gonna call this segment goof ups. <laughs> And so I got an email from Taylor, and she goes, love your podcast so much. I've been listening to it while walking almost every day because of quarantine. But on this 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea episode, you keep referring to Shanghai, where the ride is actually in Tokyo Tokyo Disney Sea. So the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea Mm. is actually in Tokyo Disney Sea. Other than that, it was a great episode, but I thought I'd let you guys know. All, anyways, thanks for continuing to release episodes during a crazy time. And, you know, one of the main reasons why we, uh, for me at least, to do these episodes is to go ahead and kind of bring Disney home to you guys and give you guys something to listen to because I know that's kind of stressful, right? 
and uh, this whole thing. And we love hearing from our fans, even if it's, you know, uh, to kind of critique us. And, you know, I just love to talk Disney. So if we ever say something that we are incorrect with, please just email us at dizhis65 at gmail.com. And um, <laughs> what, Adam? What's so funny? Uh, go to Discord. Oh, gosh. <laughs> gmail.com, finish up. Oh. <laughs> 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 so Chris, our Photoshop Photoshop master, just photoshopped Adam's face helping Mickey in the water. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a bat. Yeah, that's a rip current for sure. No, he would have definitely drowned. After this episode uh, releases, <laughs> I'll go ahead and post it on social media. Um, but yeah, uh, so go ahead. So when you said goof ups, I yeah. thought you were meaning. Were you meaning that type of goof up? That's not a goof up. That's a mess up. <laughs> Isn't it goof up and a mess up the same thing? No, I thought you meant goof up by like, um, hey, that was really chaotic. I no. thought you meant like that type of thing. No, but maybe one of us meant maybe one of us said it like off the actual hissy, history, hissy. and we were just talking. Yeah, mm. hi, oh, off the hizzy. One of us went off the hizzy, uh-huh. and uh, we <laughs> we were just saying to Tokyo, yeah, yeah. yeah. possibly. So. So, Joe, you know, I'm really unsure right now if I'm going to be able to make my June reservation because the parks haven't opened up. Have you you seen how Universal said they're going to be opening up June 5th? I did see something about that. But Disney hasn't said anything, and we have the second weekend June um, booked. So I'm probably going to have to reschedule and book something for August, September, October. Do you know any way I can do that easily? Let the crew at Just a Day in Paradise plan your next Florida vacation. Unlike travel agents, this team of vacation consultants provides you with a curated itinerary based on your needs and ensures that all the savings go directly to you. Your next trip to Disney doesn't have to be spent entirely at the parks. What are you waiting for? Come spend your day or days in paradise. Visit JustADayInParadise.com for more information. And don't forget to type in the coupon code Diz his 65 for a discount when you plan your next Disney trip. Okay, so let's talk about what you did at the World of Disney. Well, no one did anything at the World of Disney. Slash news, though. Slash news. So, do you have any news? In the World of Disney. So, Alex, did you do anything World of Disney, or do you have any news? Uh, no. Nothing. Okay, how about you, Adam? I did not do anything Disney. Uh, the only news would be the fact that Disney Springs is now open. Must wear a mask. Yep, must wear a mask. <laughs> did you guys see that like video or some pictures of that family like cooking hot dogs outside? No. Yeah. Where are they cooking hot dogs at? Oh, Raglan Road. Raglan uh, Road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was kind of crazy. So the last few days, it has been 90 degrees out. Yep. That's got to be mm-hmm. really hard to wear a mask in. Yeah. Dude, man, but those characters are out there wearing like their costumes like a hundred and something degree weather. <laughs> and they're getting paid for that. <laughs> and the hotter it gets, they actually um, shorten the time frame that they're out there too. Yeah, that's true. They do get breaks. So I'm wearing a mask just walking from my car going into Publix and I'm like ready to rip the thing off by the time I get back into my car. I can only imagine walking around Disney Springs for a couple hours how bad it's got to be. Yeah, um, but hopefully, you know, things will get better here soon. There's been a lot, a lot of positive news coming out this week overall about COVID, and hopefully, you know, the heat is going to play a huge part in this. 
uh, and things will get better. I mean, when this thing first started, they, they said this the virus would last on surfaces for how long? Like 17 days or something like that? Like the virus could last on a surface? It was shorter than that, no. Yeah, but now that. they're saying that there's that if you're going to go ahead and catch COVID, it's going to be from person-to-person contact. Most likely, it's not yeah. going to be from surfaces. So, I mean, there's a lot more positive news coming out about the virus. Um, hopefully, you know, we just got to take it month by month, and hopefully in June, things will get better. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they have to know the numbers are getting lower, or else why would Universal be opening on June 5th? Yeah, but Disney mm-hmm. hasn't announced their, when they're opening, though. But they also waited a week after CityWalk was open before they decided to open up Disney Springs. Yeah. And, but I also think, go ahead. Uh, Dis- Disney's also a bigger, you know, area. Universal's yeah. a smaller, there's going to be less people going to Universal. And from what I read that they are going to be doing uh, two days, so they're opening the 5th, but on the 3rd and the 4th, they're going to invite people in. So they're going to have selected, Ooh. from what I read, annual pass holders that they're going to invite. Ooh. Like, imagine being there. There's got to be, like, hardly anyone. You can go on any ride you want. Dude, that sounds like I'm down. Let's do it. So, I'm, you know, that would be really cool if Disney did that, too. Yeah, that would be fun. Would you go if Disney I would talk opened about, up? Go on, yeah. I was so. going to say, I would talk about it with Mel. And see what uh-huh. she said, and hope. I mean, I would be down for that for sure, though. No, I gotta go ahead and say, talk about what I did in the world of Disney. Oh, yeah. dang it! So listening, figured you. it out. Can you do this on your own? <laughs> so I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, Prop Culture, and it was, have you guys watched that? Oh, no, no, not the Pop Culture. And I thought you were oh, referring to the movie. You guys need to go ahead and watch the <laughs> Prop Culture on. Um, on Disney Plus, it's really, really cool. Not, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different like, there's like Who Framed well, we Roger about this Rabbit last episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I watched the Who Framed week. Roger Rabbit one that was really cool. We have a uh-huh. Who Framed. We did a Who Framed Roger Rabbit episode, episode sixteen, yep. I think it was. I'm just joking. I have no idea, but I think it was around that time, episode sixteen. <laughs> just making them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, also we're gonna talk about Tara, our Patreon member. Yeah. What did she do? She went up to the <laughs> highest tier of our Patreon. So I just wanted to say thank Ooh. you to Tara. Uh, she is now competing with Steve to be our number one Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> Steve's been in, in a that? long time, though. Yeah, Tier he called. has been in a long time. They might have to battle it out. Which I'm surprised she did it after she won something. I would have thought she would have did it after she didn't win something for a while. And she's like, I need those, you know, more uh, names on the board. Yeah, because we do like a little wheel and we spin a wheel and then they can, they, our patrons get to win a prize. And the tiers, if you're like the first tier, your name's on there once. If you're the second tier, you're on there two times. If you're like the highest tier, tier you're on there four times. But she said that she meant to do it last month. She meant to go to the highest tier. Uh, but she did it right after she won that prize, actually. And we were giving away the baby Groot, right? Right. Yep. Baby mm-hmm. Groot. Also, Sleeping Beauty. I watched a little bit of Sleeping Beauty, the movie. Uh, it was actually, it's, yeah, it's pretty good, oh, yeah? actually. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's good. Uh, there's a new villainous coming out, <laughs> a new villainous set. Because right now, there's Ooh. like, uh, you know, villainous has like four sets. And there's a new. Four or three? One, no, it's four. There's four sets. I have three of them. Oh, I don't have one of them. Oh. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. got three. So there's four sets. 
And the new set's a mm-hmm. Marvel villain set, which is going to be super awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Uh, I think yeah, it's going to... Yeah, might want to speed it up. Why? My room just lit up like crazy. I know. And then we have uh, a new Muppet show. Uh, hold on, what? Oh, there's a new... Mu- there's a new- oh, yeah. Yeah, man, we got to hurry up. There's a new Muppet show uh, on Disney+. Plus. So it's I forget when it comes out. I think it comes out like June. So it comes out in a couple months. Well, I, mm-hmm. I didn't see anything about this. So it's actual Muppets, not like Muppet Babies. Yes. Yeah. Cartoon nope, stuff. Actual Muppets. Yeah, cool. I saw I saw it yeah. as well. Are they going to do guest uh celebrities or anything like that? Do, do they say anything? Uh, I just saw a picture. I didn't see anything about it. Did you yeah, I didn't details? see I didn't really see any details about it either. So that'd be cool if they did like a Sesame Street kind of, you know, have different celebrities come in. So that's the his on Mickey Mouse Part 2. I'm one of your Mouseketeers, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Thanks for listening, and have a magical week. Go to DizHiz.com where you can find links to all of our episodes, our social media accounts, and to our Patreon page where you can help us out and hear more from each of the shows. We also do monthly giveaways for our Patreon subscribers. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.